0: that Kristen Bell made like 15 million or 20 million dollars like half of her net worth is because she's the voice of Gossip Girl so she's made millions and millions of dollars just by saying xoso Gossip Girl
1: did she get paid per episode back yes. when that was yeah wow it was
0: like a hundred thousand or like some. Re- I I'm making these numbers up but like thousands <laughs> hundreds of thousands of dollars per episode and yeah half of her net worth or something that's is I just really Gossip Girl
1: <laughs> I really like these people who like like after they get like a big role they're like i'm just gonna make sure i profit off this forever like big respect to all six of the friends cast members for that amazing renegotiation because like three of them were immediately like now i'm gonna go back and work in live theater like what's his name who's ross
0: oh uh i was gonna say ross (laughs) giller uh david schwimmer
1: yeah david schwimmer very quickly was like i'm gonna go put a bunch of money back into this (laughs) theater company in chicago and it's still thriving that is is. the looking glass theater company and i saw yeah. metamorphosis in chicago that's such a good in college play. it was really good metamorphoses
0: script is right behind us Yeah,
1: the metamorphosis for everybody um, watching <laughs> which is uh, uh the first time i saw full frontal male nudity in the theater all right good morning good afternoon <laughs> good evening and good night no matter when you're listening welcome to the poptimist a pop culture breakdown show focused on optimism i'm your host billy sitting next to me is my other host who's that Dagny, we're in the same room. Dagny, we are in the same room. It's so nice. This office has a bunch of stuff in it. I really like it. I don't want to describe it for the audience because that would be very boring.
0: We did have a guest come in uh, for my boyfriend's birthday. We had a couple people for a game night and he they walked in this room and they're like, I feel like I need to spend 20 minutes to take everything in because it's a very, when three girls all move in together, we all have a lot of things and trinkets and it fills the, a four story apartment pretty quick. Yeah. Um. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We have four a four story role? apartment. I look at you br- bragging. House. You know what, guys? <laughs> okay. Dagney Dagny um she's doing well for herself.
0: Opulence.
1: You <laughs> earn everything. Um What did I want to ask you? Oh, have you ever seen full frontal male nudity at the theater?
0: No, but we did almost see Equus with mom, and then we were like, let's see Little Mermaid and I actually
1: <laughs> highly regret not seeing Equus with mom. Because it was Daniel Radcliffe, Harry Potter dick, and I could look at my mom and be like, That's Harry Potter's dick. But no, we missed the opportunity
0: but we saw Avenue Q and Little Mermaid. And I I will say to this day, Little Mermaid on Broadway was incredible. Yeah. People shit on it. It it was so good. We saw it with Titus and Sierra. Like the original cast, the Heelys, I think worked everything about it. I was like, Disney's got all the money. Throw it at this. People might not like it, but it was pretty. It was fun. I think it was incredible.
1: You know, what was a fun, a fun Broadway experience with the parents was when dad and I went to New York, just me and dad.
0: Oh, yes. And
1: we, he wanted to, we were going to see some shows and (laughs) and I was like, all right, the show I want to see is called Next to Normal. And he just went along with it without knowing anything about it until after we had tickets. And he's like, what's the show about? And I was like, it's a rock opera about mental health and pill addiction (laughs) and schizophrenia. Yeah. And he was like, what? And then we ended up, because we did, like, the TKTS booth, the discount tickets, mm-hmm. somehow we had, like, third, second row seats. Yeah. Um, the guy sitting next to my dad was this, like, very gay theater reviewer who was, like, <laughs> back to see the show again because he loved it so much. They started talking. And then dad loved the show. It was yeah. so good. did he also, cry? Yeah, I bought him, I bought him like, merch afterwards.
0: <laughs> oh, I forgot about, yeah. He, and it got him in the soundtrack. Next to
1: Normal was very good. And we also saw...
0: You saw everybody, the original cast, except for...
1: uh, Except for Alice Ripley, who took her first vacation ever (laughs) on the night we saw Next Normal. However, the understudy had been waiting like a year and a half to get to go on, and she destroyed it. (laughs) Rehearsing every night. Yeah, she was like, one day I will get to do this show, and she was amazing. So don't even regret it, even though I love Alice Ripley.
0: But you saw Aaron... You saw. I did. The love of my life, and I,
1: to be. I did. He
0: was to beat, to bake, to fight.
1: To... Is this <laughs> Diane Weist Diane West all over again? Now he was jumping around that stage using his biceps to pull up on things. You that know, was
0: the best musical theater. I love that show. And then so we much. saw.
1: And then we saw Mary Poppins. Oh I my forgot god! You saw Mary Poppins. Oh my god! And then we saw Mary <laughs> Poppins. And somehow, crazy random happenstance, in the audience was a girl I went to high school with from Texas. Like, we were both on vacation to New York at the same time, and can she was there- Can you say her there. name? You
0: can bleep it out.
1: Um, I forgot her name. This is all going to get censored. Um, but we Watch did- Watch them listen to this. I know. We also <laughs> did the discount tickets for a little or for uh, Mary Poppins, and we yeah. ended up getting box seats, like opera box seats. Not together. Dad was, like, over here, and like, we could see each Able other, Lincoln but we weren't seats? in the same- Abe Lincoln seats? We weren't in the same <laughs> box. Sorry. And- We paid $27 for these tickets because it was like view obstructed. It was like you couldn't see 5% of stage left. Like it was fine. But because they were obstructed and same day tickets, we paid $27. The people from high school had pre-booked their tickets from Texas, didn't know any of the New York tricks and paid like $145 for seats like on the orchestra level each. And so then we had to like keep it a secret that we had these opera seats for $27.
0: (laughs) Oh, Last thing I'll say about live ugh, live theater, I miss it. Um, we had a similar experience in London when we saw a Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime. Yes. Still, one of my favorite plays of all time. You
1: saw it three times in three different cities. Yes,
0: um, we got student tickets, um, like that we had to get the morning of the show, 20 bucks, and we had front row seats because it was considered not good seats because they had all the lighting <laughs> on the floor. Yes, listeners, if you haven't seen or Anything about Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime, um, look up online at the just the stage. It's incredible. I
1: think you should say but the title of that play a little bit
0: faster. <laughs> Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Go ahead and Google it. Uh, it's, still, it's incredible. But yeah, it was the same thing. We got super incredible seats because they're technically obstructed view, <laughs> yeah, but you're like, like, okay, we can touch the main character. Right. Um, anyway, can I talk about my thing? Yeah, that I sure. Watched? Yes,
1: we've we've been. We're gonna do about... the. We're gonna
0: do our things quick.
1: Um, eh, I mean, whatever. We're in it. We're here. We're going.
0: Uh, This might be one of the most important films I'll ever bring into this uh, this show. Okay. I watched what's it considered the greatest movie of all time. Now
1: you watched. I was gonna say Citizen Kane, but then I realized <laughs> you're talking about Paddington, <laughs> Paddington 2. Paddington
0: 2, I watched it for the first time.
1: So if you listening at home don't know, very famously. Citizen Kane has had the best review on... Is it Rotten Tomatoes? Rotten Tomatoes. Or IMDb. Uh, One of these things. One of these review scores that doesn't really matter because it's all algorithms and people voting. But Citizen Kane had a perfect Mm -hmm. score and then someone found a a review, an older review that had never been calculated into the score that brought it down to a 99. So now the number one most perfect film mankind has ever made Mm -hmm. is Paddington
0: 2. Have you seen it, Billy? No. I agree. (laughs) I... Completely agree. It's not that I was like, this is the best movie I've ever seen. Just technically, everything is done by storytelling. It's just a perfect film. I've never
1: seen Paddington 1. I
0: haven't either. We watched, John and I watched it. <laughs> I because watched it. my roommate, she loves Paddington too, And she's like, you don't have to watch the first one. Like it stands alone. You can just watch it. There are parts of it where I was like, oh, this probably would have been explained pretty yeah. well in the first movie. But we just went in, watched the second. Um Hugh Grant is the villain and he is so good. Like he has different personas. I mean, he's, he's like upset. He's an actor and he's just like very self-obsessed and
1: And then what's he who's he playing?
0: Who's he playing? <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Sick to Hugh good. Grant who from all good. accounts
1: of any like he's just great. I've heard great things about him. Yeah, really from, bumped into him. He's I'm a sweetheart, him
0: for but no he reason. yeah, he does uh, he plays it so well. The movie's just beautiful. It's so heartfelt it's my boyfriend he did he was like it was a little sappy but I was like you got to remember it is technically catered towards children and the ends did have a very sweet kind of overly sappy ending but I thought it was beautiful and I even teared up um I can't recommend this movie enough okay like four dollars to rent on Amazon and I I think everybody should watch it I can I completely understand why it's considered a perfect one of the it the greatest movie
1: ever made wow
0: it's I, I didn't know what to expect either because I was like this might just be an accident that people think it's amazing and it's no it's it's perfect I need to watch it all if right you should it's an hour and a half
1: I Paddington two maybe I'll watch Paddington one and then I'll have a leg up on you
0: maybe I might I mean I think I'll probably watch Paddington one at some point Paddington That's two so funny cool I don't want to I, I don't want to spoil anything for okay me. I just I'll if check you it haven't out. watched it and people listening if you haven't watched it check it out Billy you got to watch it it's <laughs> it's beautiful uh. Yeah, that's all I can say. It's just a stunning, perfect movie.
1: Okay. Amazing.
0: Yeah, go ahead. What's your thing?
1: Well, so I have a thing, but, but, but I, I had a plan to talk about a thing and then I watched a movie last night unexpectedly. And so just for 30 seconds, I want to say um episode 17 of poptimist is girl powery with nina howard Mm -hmm. and she talked about josie and the pussycats from 2000s um and we so we found this because good news everyone drop dead gorgeous is streaming again it's back on hbo max (gasps) you can go watch drop dead gorgeous and when we found that out it said and listen
0: to drew's episode (laughs) and listen
1: to drew craft episode six no earlier than that episode three academy award winner denise richards with drew craft So do that. So then it was like recommended Josie and the Pussycats and (laughs) he just started it and we were going to just like watch the beginning and then we watched the whole thing. And I have to tell you, the boyfriend sang along with every one of the original Josie and the Pussycat songs, not flawlessly, but enough to know like you watched this a bunch when it came out, right? (laughs) So again, anything from the late 90s, early 2000s that is considered trashy, gay, or chick flicky, he's seen it. Perfect. Other thing I want to say, everything Nina said was correct. It is a a brilliant satire. It was very funny. I had a great time watching it. Um,
0: Nice.
1: Incredibly stupid. There's a part of the end where, so Alan Cummings is the bad guy the whole time, and he has his real, well, actually not because he's Scottish. He had an English accent the whole time, and towards the end, it's revealed that he's like American. And he's, like, and he's like, I just started doing it. He switches into a flawless American accent and just goes, I just started talking like that so people would treat me different. And it just, I don't know why. I think it's just because I think Alan Cumming is so funny. Like I yeah. fell out of my seat. It was so good.
0: Oh my God.
1: Now, the real thing I wanted to talk about yeah. very quickly is, as you know, I've been reading the Dune books. Yes. And I finished number three, Children of Dune. Okay. And I asked Instagram, I was like, Instagram, should I be one of those weirdos? Who keeps going past the original trilogy? And everyone said yes. So I have started book four, God Emperor of Dune. Sure. You got, okay. well, not important. I just want to know I am, a, I am, I can read. <laughs> but this inspired me to finally get on HBO Max <laughs> and watch. The David Lynch directed, directed is in quotes, well, 19, 1984 film, Dune, starring Kyle MacLachlan as Paul Atreides. He
0: follows you on Twitter.
1: He follows me on Twitter. <laughs> Kyle MacLachlan, star of Twin Peaks and Portlandia, follows me on Twitter. I don't know why. I've DM'd him even. I finally, after like a year of him following me, it might just be because I tweet about Twin Peaks a lot. Yeah. After like a year of him following me, I was like, hi, Kyle. Thanks for following me. I don't know why. I like wine, too. He owns a winery
0: oh,
1: um, yeah. uh, called uh, Chased by a Bear. It's a Shakespeare reference. Oh, yeah. Exit Chased you- by a Bear. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, but hey, if you're ever in L.A., I do comedy. I'll invite you to a show. And he never responded, but also he didn't block me. He still follows me. I don't know why. <laughs> Hi, Kyle. I love you. So um, what everything I've heard about Dune 1984 uh-huh. is that it's bad. Yeah. And I am here to <laughs> say that that is true. Oh no. <laughs> um, and it's very unfortunate because if you don't know anything about this film, it's David Lynch's third film.
0: Mm.
1: I have a friend who is currently, Hi-Fee, I have a friend who is taking like a, a screenwriting class with David Lynch over the, over the lockdown. Oh, fun. And apparently one of the rules is you can't ask about Dune. <laughs> um, so, so
0: at least he's it, self-aware.
1: It was his third film ever. It was like the biggest budget he'd ever been given. Yeah. Um, the people who hired him didn't realize how weird he was, but also they gave him the book and were like, make this into a movie. And then he was like, great, here's a four-hour edit of the film. And they were like, yikes. And he says, don't worry, I have like a three-hour version I'm going to edit this down to. And they said, nope, sorry, David, fuck off. And they took his four hours of footage and the studio cut it into two hours. And then they did a couple reshoots and they added voiceover like Blade Runner um, to like explain things, Uh, (laughs) which just makes it worse. So very briefly. Damn. Damn. The movie opens, so the first scene of the movie is something David Lynch did not write, did not shoot. Aww. And it is the it, Princess Irulan staring at the camera, literally just info dumping at the audience. Just like, it's 10,000 years in the future, this is the planet Arrakis. This is, she's literally just like explaining the world. Weird. The very next scene after that mm-hmm. is a David Lynch written and directed scene that is not in the books that serves as world building what so he's he has his scene that was like here's how we're gonna get the audience used to this so world
0: what like 20 minutes in they still haven't done anything from the book
1: like 10 minutes in okay. then we cut to the first scene from the book but as there's like a like an establishing shot mm-hmm. there is more voiceover that the studio added explaining things then we meet paul kyle mclaughlin what's yeah. up And that is another world-building scene. So 15 minutes into this movie, you've had four scenes that are info-dumping at you, but they've also kind of said the same things twice, so you feel like you know too much, and also you feel like you've been over-explained. Got it. And then there's like 40 minutes... Of really good Dune adaptation. Like I like, and that's what that's kind of the biggest bummer of the movie is the costume design is amazing. The set design is incredible. The direction is really good. The way he does all the things like in people's brains is like done well. And then about 50 minutes into the movie, they take like 150 pages of the book Mm -hmm. and they do it with a 30 second voiceover. And at that point, the movie (laughs) makes no sense. It is an absolute train wreck. It's a really, really a bummer. David Lynch will never go back and do his edit because he's so bummed. About this, there was like other. uh, They like asked him to do the TV cut, and he was like, "No." So there's a there's a version of Dune that will air on TV where it says it's directed by Alan Smithy, which is a name the Directors Guild puts on things when the directors won't put their name on it. What? Um, Yeah, heard of that? Alan Smithy is a fake director who's directed a lot of bad things, and he's the fake name the Directors Guild uses for when the directors are like, "I'm not putting my name on that." Wow. Uh, it's got a great cast. Yeah. My favorite cast member is Patrick Stewart, like a baby Patrick Stewart, oh, 1984 cute. Shakespeare actor, mm-hmm. who um, casting hired, and he David Lynch wanted another guy, and casting hired the wrong guy, and David Lynch didn't know it was the wrong person until patrick stewart had like flown out to spain or wherever they filmed and Mm -hmm. then it was like well i don't want this asshole but i guess he's in the movie and it's patrick fucking stewart that's funny it's hilarious but yeah sorry so fingers crossed for the timothy chalamet dune i've also heard the tv series from 2000s is pretty good but um there's a good movie maybe in there with dune Mm -hmm. it's just it's i've never seen something so hacked to pieces you can see how it's hacked to pieces
0: yeah remember when you said long story short
1: yeah i lied I lied. I think it's time for our guest.
0: I think it's absolutely time honestly because
1: I'm going to talk about Dune for another 30 minutes if I, we don't start. You
0: talked about Dune before we started the podcast I when did. you came over today. I did. I like it. You explained this to my boyfriend downstairs. I was explaining
1: <laughs> the plot of the book to your boyfriend downstairs. I hear you. Um. Wow.
0: Introduce our guest. I'm very excited. I, am I love too. this
1: girl. I am too. <laughs> it's a, 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 a. I've known. I've known Kaylee for a while. Honestly, we went to college together. Yeah. And then we went to L.A. together. And then when Dagny and I lived together briefly in LA, mm-hmm. Kaylee moved into the apartment directly above us so we could like get the broom and like pound on the, pound <laughs> on the, and then she would come downstairs and watch Drag Race. It was great. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the podcast, the glorious Kaylee Johnson. Kaylee.
0: Hello. Hi, Kaylee. Hi. How are you? Hi. so long. I'm so sorry. Thank you for your patience. No,
2: you're fine. You also forgot to mention that we're both from the same place in Texas. We yes. are! Yes, we've No, we did not other. know each other until college. No.
0: <laughs>
1: That's actually my favorite thing where it's, yeah, in college, it's like, and where are you from? It's like, oh, Denton. And Kaylee was just like, blink, blink. <laughs> like, no one's from Denton. And also, we're from Denton and we don't know each other. I mean, the, mm-hmm. uh, growing up, Denton had two high schools and then three by the time we left. Yeah. Like, it's not big.
2: No. <laughs> yeah. But well, and of yeah. course, I went to, like, the podunk little... I probably shouldn't <laughs> say that. Um, I went to, like... <laughs> aubrey high school which is like in a very like rural town like right outside of denton so it was just like a bummer that i never actually got to know you guys then but i've been to that high school
0: we did um a one-act play competition at that high school oh no way my high school put on (laughs) Equus. oh my god Cut down to forty minutes.
1: Oh. Okay, Equus cut oh. the forty minutes, and also all uh, this is actually. So I've been doing research on the Texas one act play for a script I'm writing. Mm-hmm. And did you know it's actually a rule that you can't have anything that's like offensive to religion? So I don't know why you would try to do <laughs> Equus. So she had to cut all of like the questionable religious stuff from Equus Which too. So it really made no sense.
0: She said, <laughs> well, "I'm not going to name the director. We that's a whole thing." But she said that Equus is a story about love, and I'll laugh about that till the day I die. it? Yeah, that's the underlying theme, is love.
2: I don't think it is. I disagree.
1: <laughs> it's yeah. one of my favorite scripts, too. Like, I it's do so love good. that script. And it's like, no, It's nope. so good. Wow. Hey, but you know, uh, uh, you could go to an even smaller high school. A friend of mine almost had to transfer senior year because his parents moved out of Denton but managed to stay senior year. He almost had to go to Crum High School. That's right. Oh, There's a town no in North damn. Texas called Crum. Crum K-R-U-M.
0: No yeah. And actually,
1: it's really cute. They got a cute downtown and the high school was they nice. They do. But...
0: It's just the name is not cute. Yeah. Yeah. Kaylee, how are you doing?
2: I'm doing so well. I'm so happy to be here. I've missed you <laughs> both. Because, of it's course, so as fate would have it, uh, we were no longer living above and underneath each other by the time the pandemic happened. So yep. I haven't yep. seen you. No, literally
1: in like 18 months, it feels yeah. like. Like it's just, honestly, I, I've said it before. This this show is actually just an excuse to get, convince people to web Zoom with us for an hour
2: mm-hmm.
0: that we hey, haven't seen in a I'm while. I am here for it.
2: <laughs> I am for it. We got to catch up about Drag Race. Oh, yes. I'm
0: so, so happy for this. Ugh, I'm so glad. Well, go for it. Kaylee, I would yeah. like to know what you brought in for us today. Well, real quick, do we explain. Do you want to explain really quick what we do? I mean, sure. <laughs>
1: Welcome to the Poptimist. So, what we do is we have a guest come what I'm on. Doing.
0: Yeah, yeah I, in case we have new listeners, because we do get more listeners. Honestly, every thank you episode, to everyone so, who's been yeah. listening.
1: Our our audience has, not to brag, but a little bit of a brag, um, yeah. we have grown in audience every month since we launched, it's which bad. is very cool. Yes. Um, uh, this is our first one in May, so you have to keep listening. May has to have more listeners than April. It's just more stress. Every time. <laughs> April had more than March. March had more than February. It's very cool.
0: Sorry for interrupting you, Kaylee. I just feel like we haven't explained this in not, a long not time. Not in
1: like eight episodes. Nine, <laughs> 12 episodes. So what we like to do on Poptimus, Dagny and I grew up liking everything. We just mm-hmm. love pop culture. Uh, uh, not People have to tell us when movies are bad. And we're more discerning mm-hmm. as adults, but I want to hear from people who like things in pop culture that are either very obscure or also not well liked by mainstream audiences, maybe didn't get the best reviews, but that you love.
0: Or just something in general that you're very passionate about. We'll take that as well.
1: (laughs) I mean, yeah. Taylor talked about lizards. Okay.
0: (laughs) So So, Kaylee, what have you brought for us today? Let us know.
2: So... When I was trying to decide what to do for this, I was having like such a hard time because I was like, well, I have great taste, so there's nothing that I like that <laughs> is like negatively received. Um, but, uh, I do, um, like I, I tend to like movies that are like really campy and like self-aware. Mm-hmm. And when I started thinking down, down that route, I was like, oh, well, there are two movies that come to mind, like, instantly, and I couldn't decide between the two of them. So I'm just going to give a brief TED Talk on both. Um, yes. And Good. that is, uh, well, okay, first, let me set it up. They are both relics of late 90s culture. Great. They are both very silly and very self-aware, very meta. Um, and aimed towards a younger audience but a much more like adult movie in terms of like the the jokes and everything like definitely more geared towards adults mm-hmm. i present to you both space jam <laughs> and spice world <laughs> <laughs> that's good, that's
1: good. okay so that's i great. i i think i speak for dagny as well going off our childhood we have never seen spice world
0: nope uh,
1: we have seen space jam too many times
0: yes Two, two, so, so many times. Uh, it's so good. So let's
1: do, you know what? Let's save S- Space Jam for a second, if you don't mind.
0: Oh, I, I feel like we'll talk about Spice World more because I need you to ex- break it down for us, for sure. Oh my gosh.
2: Honestly, so I rewatched both of these before, you know. <laughs> yes. Obviously, you, you have yes. to. So you got to do the um, research. <laughs> yeah, Space Jam is uh, available for streaming on HBO Max, but oh. Spice World is nowhere to be found. Uh,
1: you know why? Because, um, Beckham, what's her name? Victoria needs her residuals. So you got to buy those on DVD. That's you terrible.
2: Do, and thankfully I have the DVD. So I was like, <laughs> great. Like, I'm just going to watch this on DVD because I can't find it anywhere. Um, it is such a like magical mess of a movie it's not a mess it's just like there's so much happening in it that it's like when I was thinking about like how am I going to explain this movie I was like I'm just going to sound like I'm just like having a fever dream um, <laughs> there's just so much going on Perfect. Um, the movie like opens with the Spice Girls um, like at a at a show mm-hmm. they're doing a show and everything and then like it very quickly cuts to, um, a documentary crew, uh, and the main guy is Alan Cumming, and he's, like, again, we are going
1: to This man, I'm so glad that he's, like, a name now, because he was just, like, kinda gay British man mm-hmm. in so many things in this time period. Yeah, And, honestly, what a hero, what an icon. I know him... From I think the first time I was like, "Who is that actor?" And honestly, I realize now it was just gay little Billy going like, "Who's that other gay?" Yeah. Um, Spike Kids, yes. Where he's <laughs> floop, yes. and he's and he's he does the f with his hands, and he wears that yes. purple jacket, and he um is very gay. Spy um, Spy kids. kids, Alan Cumming, iconic. Okay, so we're doing like a is it like a mockumentary like Spinal Tap?
2: So yes and no. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that we'll get into that um so they are like we are going to be like doing this documentary but the like they're just like the spice girls management is just like reluctantly letting them like follow them around like they're not even really like being helpful um their manager is played by uh richard e grant Oh, oh nice. this cast! <laughs> uh,
1: another, another actor who literally—what he just had an Oscar nomination last year after just like years of obscure British stuff—and then yes. it's like, boom! Uh, Love him.
2: And he is just—he's like a manager who is like, like, just about to explode from anger, like the entire time. He's so stressed <laughs> out. He's so worked out. Classic,
1: Richard, classic Richard
2: E. Grant. <laughs> and he is, yeah. He's just like, just—he's—he's he's had it the entire movie. <laughs> um and uh one what has he other... had? yes He has Thank been you. officially. <laughs> um and Claire Rushbrook is also like a part of the management team. She was okay. on uh, Black Mirror and Inola Holmes. Um Oh, anyway. I know who yes. you're talking about. Yes, this yes, is yes, yes. So Essentially, I'm trying to like, I'm even just trying to like oh remember goodness, the plot Fry? of the movie
0: like as
1: we're
2: talking about it.
1: Um, Bob Hoskins? So, Elton yes. John?
2: Listen, the cameos in this movie, Jennifer Saunders. Uh, oh, queen icon legend. Hugh Laurie, legend. And Hugh and Laurie I just saw. Hugh Laurie yes. playing
1: Poirot? What?
2: Listen, this movie <laughs> is madness and I'm here for it. Um, like quickly, they like leave the concert. And they are, like, in their, like, insane tour bus, which is a double-decker bus. Nice. um, That just has the Union Jack flag on it. And um, pretty much, like, the entire movie is, like, following them around, like, we're seeing how, like, overbooked they are, how busy they are. They're going from gig to gig to gig. Um, Mm -hmm. Randomly, uh, their manager keeps getting calls from the chief, who is played by Roger Moore. James Bond, oh my god. James Bond in the 70s, and he's playing, like, this M-type character where he's just, like, stroking a cat, and then, like, by the end of the film, it turns into, like, a baby pig, and he's, like, bottle-feeding a baby pig. <laughs> <laughs> so, totally. Makes sense. Um, essentially, like, every time, like, their manager tries to be, like, they need some time off or whatever, the chief is like, no, the Spice Girls, like, they have to be spicing up everybody's lives. And so... <laughs> they can like never get a break. It's never really explained who the chief is and why he's there. Um just <laughs> um, um then we cut to um um the British tabloids. And the British tabloids have decided uh it's like this uh oh what's the guy's name? Murdoch.
1: Yes, Mur- yes. yes, sorry real quick, Claire Rushbrook is in my favor. I was trying to figure who she is. I know exactly who she is. She's in my favorite episode of Doctor Who, the David Tennant episode, the, uh, the Impossible Planet and the Satan Pit. Oh yeah. She's the astronaut that goes with him into the pit. She's the main character of that episode. Amazing. Um sorry, you literally like eight people in this in this movie are in Doctor Who, so like saying they're in Doctor yep. Who means nothing. But I love The <laughs> no, Rushmore.
2: Absolutely. The the cast is insane. Um so, okay. So, uh, this Murdoch-esque guy is like, tired of the Spice Girls. I, you know, I've, yes. I've had enough of them. I'm tired of printing stories about them. And the guy's like, well, you asked us to print these stories. And he's like, no, I've decided I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. And I, I want the Spice Girls to break up. And, uh, and so they like decide that they are going to like instigate the downfall of the Spice Girls, which is, like, <laughs> just a great little jab at just, like, paparazzi and tabloid culture. Yeah, it's, like,
0: it's just because he's tired of writing about the Spice Girls. He's like, we yeah. have to break them up. He can't just yeah. stop writing about them.
2: No, he's like, the right. only logical way to end this problem is to, to be the Yoko and break them up. Um,
1: <laughs> so... Real quick, justice for Yoko, okay? You know who broke (laughs) up the Beatles? The British public, okay? You guys were jerks. I'm done. I'm mad about something that happened before I was born.
2: Straight up, John Lennon wasn't that great. He's kind of a dick. No, he
0: was not nice.
2: Oh,
1: and also, it's like, why did he move to New York and break up the Beatles? Because he wanted to, all right? He doesn't owe you anything, England. (laughs) He's ours now. You remember that shirt of him (laughs) in the shirt, that picture of him in a shirt that says New York? That's it. The Beatles are an American band. I'm gonna shut up. I'm <laughs> oh like
2: You're gonna lose it. Oh <laughs> I just yep.
1: like to say absolute nonsense <laughs> and see who, who sends us an email. The Beatles email. are an American oh, brand. Yeah. 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 You know, from Liverpool, Kansas.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. And um, Paris, Texas. And Paris, Texas. Texas. They did their concerts there. Um, okay, so He's breaking up the Spice Girls because he doesn't yes. want to write about them anymore. Yes. Um, so I guess no- I want to
1: ask Kaylee, just because I, I, I know we're, we're running through the plot, which I love. But like when this movie came out, because um, this was like peak Spice Girls mania. This was like just yes. marketing, but also kind of brilliant marketing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know Dagny and I owned a VHS tape that had a trailer for the spice girls at the beginning for the spice girls movie for because spice the movie. only thing i already know more about this movie than i did before because the only thing i know about this movie is that in the trailer an old british man goes into a porta potty and then turns into one of the spice girls walks out and goes girl power do you remember that is that happen is that yes, a thing it's
2: bob hoskins, <laughs> it's <laughs> bob hoskins? Yeah. What she does is she goes into a phone booth. It's a that movie. That makes more pit. sense. I'll, yes. So. <laughs> we'll
1: get there. I'm sorry. I'm ranting.
2: I'm just. No, 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 no. No, no, I I honestly, a lot of the stuff that was in the trailers, too, wasn't actually in the movie, but uh, that thing was. Um, okay. <laughs> That's funny. She's so, going to break up the Spice Girls. They. I can't really go in like chronological order in this movie because everything, like, Goes back and forth so much. <laughs> so essentially, they're like, great, we've hired this photographer who's going to get like some incriminating photos of them and follow them around and write like these really like damning stories about them. And it is uh, uh, Richard O'Brien?
1: Yes, from Rocky Horror Picture Show.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so like,
1: what is this cast? I saw too, there is a, a role that's just a photographer and it's Dominic West. Of yeah, The Wire and, like, he's, like, baby <laughs> he Dominic West, not yet an HBO sweetheart.
2: Truly. Like, he's just wow. taking their photos at a photo shoot.
1: Amazing.
2: I know. It's it's fantastic. Um, So they've hired this guy. That's <laughs> happening. The Spice Girls are so busy. Uh, everything's always happening. They have no time <laughs> to hang out with their pregnant friend, Nicola, who uh her boyfriend left her, and now she's on her own. And all the Spice Girls want to be able to do is, like hang out with her and be supportive of her, but they can't because they're just so busy because there's a Spice roll. <laughs> so that's like a thing the entire time, like they keep <laughs> inviting Nicoletta things and then like they aren't actually able to like hang out with her or talk to her because they have to like go do press and mm-hmm. all of this. Um, so that's happening. Meanwhile, there uh, is a producer and a writer which is, I would have to look really quick. Who is it? Uh, Mark McKinney from Superstore Mark. and SNL and Kidney oh, Hall is the yes. writer. Yeah. And then um, where I'm blanking on his name right now because my brain is. Mark
1: left. McKinney, what an icon.
2: And yeah, uh, George Lynn from Cheers is like the producer. And this, is, this cast is more and more ridiculous. He just sees the Spice Girls on TV and he's like, they're adorable. I love them. We got to write a movie about them. And (laughs) he's just like, great. Uh, So, okay. So there's five of them. They're singers. And he's like, great. We pitched this afternoon. And (laughs) they just like set up a meeting to try to like pitch all of these different um, movie ideas. And Spice Force 5 is one of the ideas where it's that, that's where the Bob Hoskins thing comes in. They're, like, okay. doing all of these, like, little, like, spy Spice espionage. Force <laughs> yeah, Spice
1: Force 5.
2: Spice Force 5. You know what Force that five? immediately
1: makes me think of?
2: What?
1: The fake, the, the the pilot Uma Thurman filmed in Pulp Fiction, which is Fox Force 5?
2: It's actually, that's what it's based off of.
1: I think that's, it's, that's the joke they're going for, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Oh,
0: so Tarantino <laughs> took from Spice World for his no, movie? No,
1: Spice World took from Tarantino.
0: <laughs> oh! I Spice wish it was World. the other way around. I
1: do, too. I really do, too. <laughs> I really, honestly, I would not be surprised if Tarantino is like he's like got a Spice World script he Wait, wrote. Wait, Kill Bill just, came
0: out before.
1: No, it's a it's Pulp, Pulp Fiction. Fiction.
0: Sorry, sorry. No, so
1: so the kind of the bit the, the, the one of the jokes is that Kill Bill mm-hmm. are the five women from Fox Force Five that Uma Thurman talks about in oh, Pulp Fiction. I okay. could talk about fucking Tarantino for too long, but <laughs> I don't want to talk about feet today. <laughs> You're
0: one of those. <laughs> not today. <laughs> um, okay, so the. F- uh, Spice
2: Force 5? Is that what it was? Yes. Um. Okay. That seems irrelevant, but it's not by the end of the movie. <laughs> I'm telling you. It's a, it's a journey. I'm telling so you. It,
0: you might be getting to this, but is this like like Gilmore Girls' Year in the Life where it's like they're writing the movie that we're watching, basically? Or is it yes. It's yes. that meta? Okay, yes. great.
1: Gilmore so that, Girls gets that, that meta?
0: At the end, she's uh, Rory's writing a book, and they're like, oh, what are you going to name it? Gilmore Girls.
1: I love wow. it. Wow. That's the best way to wrap up a season finale without having to think. Series
0: finale. Series finale. Well, uh, you I mean, say that. I we're going to get a
1: Gilmore it. Girls series in 10 years. I'll
0: take it. I'll eat, I'll eat it up. I love wow. Gilmore Girls. Okay, so I just didn't know how meta we were talking. I'm gla- Okay, great. That, meta, that I'm meta. liking it. I'm, I'm digging it.
2: So there are hijinks ensue um, uh-huh. at some point. So the girl, they have to stop the bus so the girls can go pee in the woods because all of the toilets <laughs> broke. What? And um, their manager is talking to the driver, which is Meatloaf. Meatloaf is their tour bus driver.
1: So not only not only is Meatloaf in this, but somehow we have two Rocky Horror Picture Show <laughs> actors in this movie. Yes, exactly. What is exactly. I'm still stuck on the fact that there's a scene in this movie where the, the Spice Girls commit public urination. Victoria's <laughs> there, no- on to this?
2: We will get to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh so so he says like i can't get a plumber to come out because we're like constantly on the road and everything and richard e grant's like well can't you do something about that and he goes listen i love those girls and i would do anything for them but i won't do that Ugh, it's just oh so my good. god it's so good <laughs> i'm like we, we had to do it at some point um, but they go out in the woods and aliens come down and they're like, Oh no, aliens. Oh, my and, God.
0: wait, wait. Kaylee,
2: wait, you're going too fast. Wait, okay.
1: Hold on. Hold on. I thought I had okay. I thought I had a grasp on this movie, but you just described to me a whole different film than what exists in my head. This oh, is brilliant. This is it's like someone was like, This movie just exists for marketing and a writer was like, Well, I'm not gonna not have fun with this. <laughs> Are you kidding? They go There's to pee aliens? in the woods, and aliens show up, and the aliens are Spice Girls fans. Yes, they they
2: like <laughs> this yeah, is they're, they're like sign my belly, like all all this, like <laughs> they, like get back on the bus, and they're like, yeah, we saw these little aliens, and he's like, you guys clearly need a break, <laughs> like you guys clearly. Have good and that's work. it.
1: Wait, and that's it for the alien plot. That's, that's like that's <laughs> it. So
0: are the alien? Are we? the aliens were real or is this like they were yeah. so tired they hallucinated aliens That's no what no I no the aliens
2: real. Were real and this is great right. this is how popular the spice worlds are these aliens came to earth they're intergalactic hoping to fame. find the spice Girls <laughs> and found them <laughs> and then we're like and we're done here yeah God, what if the
1: aliens <laughs> so i'm so sorry for everyone listening what if the aliens like took pictures and videos of them peeing and then sold it on, like, YouPorn, that <laughs> intergalactic gross
0: intergalactic. streaming. Wow. Maybe. That's maybe. Streaming. Thank you
1: for humoring me. Okay. I'm gonna leave.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, man. Streaming in every sense of the word. I love <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, boy.
0: Okay, I feel like... I feel like there's still a lot. Uh, I'm so bad. There is still. One. I'm yeah, thinking we're I maybe like 40 minutes in.
2: <laughs> yeah, this-, this is truly just the first half of the movie, and I'm trying to skip over things that don't matter. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. But I had to tell in you the alien thing. Um, yeah, that's I, How can you not? Uh, it's okay. It's so good. It's it's so good. So. Uh, Richard O'Brien has been taking photos of them and then Richard E. Grant is like it's begun the backlash has begun and he's like all stressed out and everything and the girls are just kind of like oh it's fine it's fine you know like <laughs> they're like totally chill about it they're just like whatever um <laughs> let's see uh he continues to doing- okay so okay where are we now um, I don't know, honestly. I don't know I'm telling are. you, this movie is so bonkers. There's a contest where these two girls won, like, a day with the Spice Girls. And so okay. they, like, get to go on the tour bus and everything, and the girls are, like, doing all that and everything. Um, and But they're feeling just so stressed out by their schedule. And, oh, my God, they can't have any fun. And uh, it's just, like, such a bummer. And so then... Like Scary Spice like looks out their little window and sees that they're like some they're like at a red light like right by some boat and she's like mm. when I say go we go and then that like in a bus stop, I love that. Like, and they all like jump <laughs> and they get on the the boat and then the documentary crew with Alan Cummings is like following them and everything <laughs> and something happens where the boat has to make like a really sudden turn and both of the kids and Posh fall off the boat. And oh it's awful. Posh has and kids?
0: No, the yes. two that won the competition. Oh, oh okay, the contest. okay.
2: So uh Posh is super upset because her dress is dry cleaning only. jumps <laughs> in to try to save them. And uh, I love that they-
1: all of them are playing a character except for Victoria. <laughs> this is I'm just I I have nothing invested in being mean to her. I don't know why I keep doing this. <laughs>
2: Well, the great thing is, is that they keep addressing throughout the movies how, like, stereotyped they are, but then they keep doing, like, st- the stereotypical things, like, as they're complaining about being stereotyped, and it's great. Um, but, so, then, like, they get, like, get them out of the water and everything, and Richard E. Grant is like, if this gets out, this could be really, really bad, because they, like, endangered these, like, girls' lives. And then, of no. course, who was scuba diving and taking photos but Richard <laughs> O'Brien?
1: Riff I'm Raff. Like, you know what? I'm convinced he's just Riff Raff in real life. That's the only way he could have been yeah. this prepared.
0: He's trying to get the Spice Girls cancelled.
1: <laughs> right, but like why is he in the ocean already being like, I hope their tour bus passes these boats and one of the spice girls is like, go to the boat and then I'll be here. He <laughs> got so, so,
2: real lucky so with that. They- they address that. Uh, whenever they're trying to decide whether or not to hire him, they're like, where is this guy? And he's like, I'm here. And he was like, already in the room. And,
1: just like, that's amazing.
2: Yes. <laughs> he just like can appear and disappear like on a whim. Um, Perfect. And that's just, that's that. Uh, so <laughs> that comes out. And then their manager is like yelling at them. And he's like, you could have gotten those girls hurt. You could have gotten yourselves hurt. Like, Guys, I forgot one of the main plot points of this movie.
1: I'm not, I don't blame you.
2: It's <laughs> a lot. So the entire time they're gearing up for a live concert that they're going to do at the Royal Albert Hall that is also going to be like live broadcast worldwide.
0: Okay.
2: That's yeah, an important yeah, thing to know.
0: <laughs> yeah. So real quick,
1: I was shocked in Josie and Joe the Pussycats when they're talking about their concert, how big it's gonna be, and they're listing all of the where it's gonna be, and they're like, pay-per-view, streaming video, and I was like, Look at you with the streaming video reference. Like they you knew ahead. They're ahead of their times. Look at this ahead worldwide. Of the
2: Yes, so major plot points that I fully left out. Um, so at this <laughs> I, point, the- To be fair, Kaylee,
1: I did figure there was a concert at the end of, of the movie. It's, so you're I good. Mean,
2: yeah. I- <laughs> uh, so the concert at this point is like the very next day. And he's like, ah, like getting all upset with them. And they're like all upset because they're like, well, we can never have a break. And like, you don't let us have any fun. And then like, they're like, there are things more important than a concert, like friendship.
0: And, you know, like, and he's like
2: I don't, he's like, I truly couldn't care less about friendship right now. And, this isn't Spice uh, Girls' best friends race. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, um, so, so they're all like, whatever, like, I'm done. And they all, like, go their, like, separate ways. And Claire mm-hmm. Rushbook is like, what just happened? And he's like, I think I just, like, initiated the breakup. Of the Spice Girls. And then he like screams as like the stage light comes on and it's fantastic. Um then <laughs> we it. cut back to the Spice Girls reminiscing about them being like broke and being in Miss Coffee Shop where the barista is fleabag's dad in fleabag. I don't remember uh, what oh, Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Um what's his it's Bill, sorry, he's in he's in everything, genuinely um i this, literally just saw his fucking stephen fry is in this fucking movie um yeah come on dude he was in good omens which I highly recommend good omens mm-hmm. is so good mm-hmm. bill patterson yeah there we go
2: yeah he's what just like a barista and he's <laughs> he's just like the they best. they like they they sing wannabe for him they're like this is our life that so, we're gonna be like big and so then they all end up like going back to this like coffee shop that like doesn't exist anymore. It's like been all like boarded up and everything. And they're Mm -hmm. like, you know, uh, like, you know, we, we need to like, remember like what's really important. And they're like, you know what? We haven't hung out with our pregnant friend Nicola in a really long time. You know, what would be the best (laughs) thing to do? Let's take her to a club. Yeah. uh, The night before our concert. And we're just all going to go dance around at this nightclub. That is pregnant.
0: How, how pregnant.
2: She's so pregnant that she starts to give birth at the club.
0: Thank you. I was hoping. Oh my god.
2: She goes into labor, and they're like, "Oh shit!" And they uh, (laughs) they get her to the hospital, and she's you know they're they're just like waiting for her to like give birth. Like she's started having contractions, but it's like, "Oh, it's going to take a little bit." And their manager calls, and they're like, "Yeah, sorry, Uh, the world can wait." Uh, Nicola's <laughs> about to have a baby, so you know, like you're, you'll just have to wait. And he's just like, I'm who the losing hell my is mind. Nicola
1: played by
2: that's so. I honestly, maybe I should do who she is, but I don't. This is the only thing I've ever seen her in.
1: But she's great. I mean,
0: she's the she's only adorable. cast member that had didn't go on to have an incredible career. after
1: Oh her. my god, she's in Torchwood.
0: Oh, oh she's okay, well, great. She really- was
1: in Doctor Who. She's an episode of Doctor They're Who. She's in, in Torchwood. It's <laughs> Naoko Mori. She's also. Um, Safi's weird best friend in Absolutely, absolutely Fabulous. fabulous. Yeah. So we've got a lot of Absolutely Fabulous cast members in this yes. because wow. Emma Bunton, Baby Spice, is in yes. quite a few yes. episodes of Abfab. Oh, nice! Yes. She's uh, she's one of Jennifer wow. Saunders' clients. And real quick, re- just for my benefit, Absolutely Fabulous mm-hmm. is maybe the single greatest sitcom ever made. And if That's you fair. have oh, not okay. seen it, go watch Abfab. Okay,
2: it's so so incredible. It's brilliant. Um, <laughs> so she's having the baby. That's happening. Um, then like while they're waiting, like the documentary crew is like filming everything and they're like, what's gonna happen? And then the producer and the writer show up again and they're like, okay, we have a really great pitch for you this time. And he's like, well, it's either this or I'm gonna hang myself. So I'm gonna listen to your pitch. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, so he starts like pitching everything and it's like becomes very, like everything that he's pitching now is like what's happening Mm -hmm. in, movie it's like nicola had the baby and then they're trying to leave and they accidentally bump into the photographer and they're like it's that photographer and they like chase him down and like knock him over and then he's like uh oh, you've made me realize that my life has been a lie and he like <laughs> oh tries to just stop um stop photographing them uh because of the power of girl power i i i guess i assume um, yeah yeah of course. So then they like they have to get back to Albert Hall, but they can't find meatloaf anywhere. And Victoria <laughs> Beckham is driver, just like, like, put on your knickers, girls. Like we're, yeah, I'm, I'm driving us. And then there's like a bomb on the bus, and there's a bomb there's, on the bus. Like, there's a bomb on the bus, and <laughs> like, it, it like it it doesn't get addressed again until like the credits, and we'll get there. Um, <laughs> oh my god.
1: Also, real quick, Um, Kaylee, if you had to pick one of the Spice Girls to be your Uber driver and you were in a hurry, mm -hmm. would Posh Spice be your first choice or?
2: (laughs) You know, I think I would go with either sporty or scary because I feel like they would have like the urgency that I would need. Thank you. That is
1: exactly how I agree. You know who's the worst choice? Baby Spice.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I feel like she would just be like, She's three years old. That's gross. (laughs) Yes. I do love. Yeah. I do love
1: the, the the. I love that Emma Bunton has had a career post Baby Spice because it is such a mid nineties thing where it's like. And what is your whole brand? I'm a sexy baby. All right, great. We're into it. <laughs> bury, cool.
0: Very
2: that. Very that. Um, okay, so then they like show up at Albert Hall and they're like, "Great, we're going to do the concert." And then they do the concert. Great. And then, like, as the concert's happening we see that like the photographer actually decided to start going after like the Murdoch guy and is like ruining him now. And then like the aliens are in t-shirts and they're dancing and watching the Spice Girls well, they came live back. Stream.
0: Great. Number yeah. one fans. Um, <laughs>
2: just so we can get a world closure, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. There's all this, all this stuff that's at like, it, it just, it ends at the concert. It just ends with everybody cool. watching the concert. Uh, Nicola and her baby, her brand new baby are like watching it at the just hospital there. with like midwife. It's, it's great. Very cute. Very um, cute. and then the credits, they start addressing the fact that they are like making this movie <laughs> and like Richard <laughs> O'Brien is just like, well, I just like, I, I need some more like motivation for my character. Like what is going on with this photographer? And he's just like, listen, like you, it's Mark McKinney talking and he's just like, listen, you just, you're an evil photographer. Like, that's just, that that's your motivation. He's just like, all right, well, I need to kind of work on this. And then like, whenever uh, the Spice Girls meet like Claire Rushbrook, they're like, oh, thank God. We have like a, a credible actor in this movie to like get it some credibility. Oh and God. <laughs> there's just like so many little like meta references. Like you hear Alan Cumming and his like Scottish accent and everything. <laughs> um, and then at the very, very end, they're like, wait a second, what happened to the bomb on the bus? And then they look and the bus is like, <laughs> oh, genius, genius.
1: That's great. That's
0: great.
2: This movie I sounds also, brilliant. It's brilliant. <laughs> I also forgot to mention that when they're driving back, but it's just, it just starts getting more and more ridiculous because it's just a movie pitch. And he is like, they're driving over the bridge and the bridge is going up and they're like, ah, we're going to jump it. And London the bridge. Goes, I mean, not really. That but... sounds expensive. <laughs> and then they just show a little model of a toy <laughs> car going like <laughs> over the bridge, and then he that's goes. Very
1: ah, that's very <laughs> funny. That's hilarious. I wanted to that's ask because really we've now gotten to the end of this film. Where is Jennifer Saunders in the movie? Because Queen Icon Legend.
2: Yes. So they go to um, like a, I guess it's like a, a party that also has like a press conference in it and she is talking to uh, Posh.
0: And Mm -hmm. she's like
2: talking about like designers. And then earlier in the film, uh, Ginger Spice was talking about manta rays, uh, just spouting off facts about manta rays because that's like a quirky thing that her character does. And Posh just goes, what do you think about manta rays? And Jennifer Saunders just goes, oh, oh, yeah, brilliant design, brilliant design, these are Monterey glasses, these are glasses, these are shoes, Monterey shoes, and oh, it's no. just it's like that, that's the end of it. Brilliant. She's just there. Okay, So okay. we've
1: got the, the Ab Fab cast coming in strong. I'm Jennifer Saunders is one of my favorite comedians of all time. I love her so much. Um She's- i love this and movie to that to don i haven't french, seen
0: she can't do stand-up right wasn't that on drag yes race UK? yes yeah. yeah
1: because don french who i also love of the comedy duo french and saunders don french was <laughs> on drag race uk as a judge She's and perfect. took the opportunity to shade jennifer saunders it was hilarious she was she like was some on, yeah. it was a stand-up challenge she goes some great comedians great comedian comedy writers can't do stand-up <clears throat> jennifer saunders <laughs> devastating
2: <laughs> devastating really... I, I have not seen uh drag race uk season two yet so i Incredible. will be kaylee
1: i don't know how it's possible but it's better than season one i mean and season one's exceptional i'm sorry drag race america but drag race uk is officially where it's at it's so good
0: like season 13 yeah. was good and also four months long we watched drag race uk s- season two started after season 13 and ended yeah a month before yeah. season Thirteen ended.
1: Yeah, but God, I loved it. I loved every it second of ang- it. I yeah. love every single queen who was on season two. I love our, our Queen yep. of the North, Lawrence Cheney. Lawrence
0: Chaney. Um, okay, wait, circling back, Kaylee. I try and ask everybody this, but why was this movie so impactful to you? Important.
2: Okay. I'm so glad you asked. I was a massive Spice Girl fan. And that's Easy. why. That's easy um, <laughs> that's that's what was
0: though. yeah it just needed to keep people in on Spice Girls
1: wow oh,
2: I was so obsessed uh, my cousin and I watched this movie like constantly she wanted to be Ginger Spice I went back and forth between wanting to be Baby and Sporty Spice mm-hmm. Um, I had all of their like Barbies like yep. I was wow. just very 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 obsessed with them. Also, I don't know if you guys know this about me, but when I was younger, I wanted to be, first I wanted to be a country singer. And then that morphed into wanting to be like a pop singer. So yeah. that was just like, well, this is what my life will be one day. So I need to just like take notes. Um, <laughs> there there be, will come a day You're gonna have alien I, super fans someday. <laughs> I'm gonna have alien super fans. I'm not gonna get to hang out with my pregnant friend. Um, nope. And it's, that's just what's happening. <laughs> It was a movie I just, of like, research for you. <laughs>
1: Dagny, yeah. do you have a favorite Spice Girl? I, I liked I, Baby when I was a kid, but I, I think it's just cuz her name was Baby and she yeah, was cute was, and blonde. She had the little blonde. In hindsight, know. the correct answer is Scary Spice, but Scary spice that's as cool. an adult, I just I think I'm just obsessed with Mel B as an adult.
0: Yeah, she's yeah. cool. I, I recently
1: I, found out, did you know? I mean, I didn't know. I didn't know Eddie Murphy has 15 kids. Did yes, you know yeah. one of his or two of his kids and one of his baby mamas is Mel B?
0: Good yep. for her and him. Good for
1: both of them,
0: <laughs> and good for those kids. Those are some incredible parents.
1: Honestly, that's funny. Um,
0: yeah, Eddie Murphy. He's he's got a a litter I, around. I him did not <laughs> expect kids. that,
1: but now yeah. I think I think honestly, it makes a lot of sense that Eddie Murphy is just like a little all over the place all yeah, the time. Yeah. Wow. And it's, it says a lot that I can sit here and talk about how much I like Eddie Murphy, considering he has his incredibly homophobic 1980s stand-up routine that I just want to call out. I I am aware that it exists. It's fine. (laughs) It's not fine. He's fine. It's not fine. He's fine. All right. There we go. All right.
0: I'm sure he's aware at this point that it wasn't the best thing that he's ever done. No,
1: because the rest of it's really fucking funny. So who cares?
0: (laughs)
2: I will say that Spice World holds up for the most part as far as nice. like, cause you know when you like, go back and watch some of these movies, you're like, oh, that is... No, that's, well, that's,
1: that's... It's because we've done so many movies from this time period on this show. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. feel like that's a recurring theme. I mean, I watched Josie and the Pussycats last night mm-hmm. and that movie was destroyed by critics and it feels like the only reason they did that was sexism. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's a funny, stupid satire.
2: Mm-hmm. Like... I don't think anyone got that it was satire.
1: Yeah, that's which a, yeah, it like, obviously oh, is. It's it's I think it's a lot of sexism. Look, there's two women on the show and I'm here going to talk about sexism. Go ahead, here we explain go. I want to explain it. this. I'll put my hat on.
0: Tell us what it is.
1: Well, it's uh, I don't want to explain sexism, but I think <laughs> these these critics were like all chick flicks. Well, uh, here first of all, chick flick is not a genre. No. And I think this was at a time when chick flick was considered a genre and they are like a movie with women in it
0: is a chick is flick. a
1: chick flick and then they were like well if it's not the right kind of chick flick then it's a bad movie and it's like well this is this is a a, a music industry satire mm-hmm. like Josie and the Pussycats and it's very funny it's a pity that we had to it go really all the funny. way to bridesmaids for people to go oh girls can be funny oh my god yeah
2: yeah it's truly a shame and one of the things that I love so much about this movie is that, and Space Jam too, is that they are both like so aware of what yes. they are
0: yeah. and
2: totally fine with that and totally fine with just like, like not being serious about it. Yeah. And I mean, cause if this had tried to be like a serious movie, it would have been trash. <laughs> it would have been yes. so bad. Well, we can so take, let's take a few sense. minutes.
1: Let's yes. take a few minutes to talk about the jam. Welcome. What, how's the song go? Welcome you want a jam? Space. Welcome space. To, the, to the. Oh, that's better. Jam,
2: your jam, mm-hmm. do your space dance. Space space space
1: jam.
0: jam. I don't. I haven't watched the trailer for. The, sorry. Before we do that, the second one. There's they bring in just Warner Brothers characters? Yeah, so basically and there's to there's clockwork ex- orange characters. That's
1: fucking oh, hilarious. <laughs> Here's the thing, I am so down for Space Jam 2. One same. Um LeBron was charming in Trainwreck. He was not a good actor. His acting is bad in Trainwreck, but he was <gasps> charming on camera. He was fun. Um I thought I thought what? the joke that Le- well, if you haven't seen Trainwreck with uh, Amy Schumer, Mhm. LeBron James plays himself, but the joke is he's cheap, which is simple (laughs) enough to be hilarious. Like the first time he's in the movie, he comes back into Bill Hader's office. He's like, did I leave my watch here? And Bill Hader's like, buy another one. It's a stupid joke (laughs) that's really good. He's not good in it, but he's funny. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, I think Um, he's fine.
1: um, But uh, 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 the actress playing LeBron James's wife Mm -hmm. in Space Jam 2 is Sonika Martin-Green, from Star Trek: Discovery, uh, oh. uh, uh, Lieutenant Lieutenant Commander Michael Burnham.
0: Oh, she's oh, okay. Yeah,
1: she's LeBron's wife, and I'm obsessed she's with her. She's Funny, she's so funny. She's a new girl. She, she, was she, she really? Yeah,
0: she's a like guys. A if you frank- haven't
1: watched Star Trek: Discovery, you do have to pay for Paramount Plus, <laughs> but it is a really good Star Trek show, <laughs> it's and my she's so fucking good in it. And we're um, as of season four coming soon. Yeah, we are going to have a black female captain of a starship. Like, as the main character of the show. So yeah. it's finally yeah.
0: happened. It's so She's good. so
1: good, even though I find her whisper acting very strange, but I feel like that's just what Star Trek Discovery lets her do. Yeah. Every once in a while Star Trek Discovery, I feel like the director is like, this scene's very serious. And she's like, okay, I know. Look, listen, I, I was raised on Romulus, and it's hard to be a Star Trek captain. And I'm like, you're in space. You can be loud. But... Um, she's so good but yeah it's it's like a warner brothers shared universe yeah it's
0: why it's not just looney tunes it doesn't matter it doesn't
1: matter i'm also i'm also obsessed with how many straight men were upset that lola bunny wasn't sexy in the trailer and just had to come out as furries just like right then (laughs) just like had to be like i don't want to fuck lola bunny and i was like there it is um like and guys and so is Bugs Bunny I don't know how to break this up Bugs Bunny is a queer icon and the fact that you (laughs) want him to have a girlfriend is homophobic sorry because his girlfriend is named Daffy Duck okay (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ! (laughs) I I don't know how to explain this to people
2: as a kid I wanted Lola Bunny to be my girlfriend. I was like, she is Her, her entrance in Space attractive.
1: Jam is upsetting. And by upsetting, I mean hot as hell. Let's watch it right now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it, like, it honestly is, it's such a shame because she has, like, no character development. There is, yeah. like, we don't know where she came from. We don't know where Mm-mm. she's been all this time. Uh, she just comes in and she's sexy and she plays basketball real good. Yep. And that's all we know. And that's all we so, need to know.
1: Since Space Jam 1, there has been, like, the new... Lo- I think it's called the new Looney Tunes. There's a new Looney Tunes cartoon where Lola Bunny is a character. Yeah. And uh-huh. she's really been established as as a Looney Tune, more than just a Space Jam character. And I... Excuse me. Oh, my God.
0: I mean, you've had two truly. Shut the <laughs> fuck up.
1: Don't tell everyone. <laughs> so, um... Uh, but I feel like the Lola, the character development she's got in the cartoon, that's the Lola Bunny we're getting in Space Jam 2. But we're not here to talk okay. about Space Jam 2. We are going to very briefly talk about the the icon, the masterpiece, the bad movie that is Space Jam.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, Kaylee...
2: Listen, it holds up.
1: It, I think so, too. So, so here's the weirdest thing that's happened with Space Jam recently, the weirdest experiment that, shied, that, that opened up what Space Jam is to me. Um... I don't want to plug another podcast, but this other podcast is so huge they don't need my help. How did this get made? Mm-hmm. Did a Space Jam episode, and they did it mm-hmm. live in Chicago, which was extra <laughs> cruel for all of oh the my God. Michael Jordan fans. Yes. And all three of the hosts of How Did This Get Made are too old for Space Jam when it came out. It came, what year did it come out, Kaylee? Do you know? Ninety-six. Ninety-six. So what? Mm-hmm. I'm five. Dagny's three. three. Kaylee's seven ideal Space Jam audience.
2: You'll make me so older had, than I am. I was six. I was six.
1: All right, sorry. I, I know six. we were in different... What well, is not important? You were a junior when I was a sophomore. Um, <laughs> um, and they watched it recently as adults, knowing nothing about it. And then they had to go to do... To do space jam live yeah where all three of them including june who's an icon june did not like it and when they're like who liked this movie and the audience loses their mind and then they realize the audience is losing wearing
0: space jam merch
2: (laughs) (laughs) and june was just like
0: they're the minority of the room yeah
1: they were the minority on their own show it's very funny but also just like it was such it's literally just like a like an hour 90 minute commercial and we were all kids so we fell for it and i will not apologize for that it's great. It's great.
2: The aliens. I think that it is also yeah. a movie that is very, very self-aware, and I. Yes.
0: Appreciate that. It's funny. It's legit. Like the comedy. I. Uh,
1: Dagny, do you remember? I watched
0: it recent, like do not you... recently, but last year. Yeah, I watched yeah. It again. Can we talk
1: like, about great. Uh, the most insane part of that movie, which is halfway through I, an audience? I'm sorry. I'm assuming you've seen Space Jam. We're not going to break down the plot it's of this on one. Netflix.
0: They can watch. Go it. watch
1: it. No,
2: we, we don't have the time. <laughs>
1: But basically, during the Toon basketball game at the end of the movie, for absolutely no reason, live action Bill Murray shows
2: up. Yes. Mm, yes. Uh, just uh, for a cameo Murray, scene. Who has been playing golf with Michael Jordan and Larry Bird. And it's just like, never a, It's just like, oh, well, uh, Bill Murray likes to play golf.
1: I so do believe that's Bill Murray's Why life? would he not
2: be playing golf with them? Yeah,
1: why not? I've never talked about this. You know, Bill Murray. I, I think I should finally come clean. I should come out. Bill Murray is the lead in my favorite movie,
0: Life Aquatic with Steve zisu The not?
1: Life Aquatic with Steve zisu mm. is my favorite film.
0: That's in our, com- our our promo.
1: Oh wow, everyone does know that. Yeah, guys, who wants to hang out with me and watch Life Aquatic? All right, so space, um, um, Kaylee. I, I guess I want to mm. ask you what what is
0: space? <laughs> what does space jam mean to you?
2: Well. <laughs> See, this one actually is a little bit more personal for me. Uh, my dad was a girls' basketball coach,
0: and oh, so okay, I would,
2: nice. I, I would watch my dad like coaching basketball, and like that's cool. My dad uh, had two state championships 94 and 98.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, and,
2: uh, I Texas,
1: would, too. That's a big state, Rhode Island. That's an <laughs> that mean winning state in Texas means
0: something, that's,
2: yeah. That's not a it does. Small feat. That's and, great. and uh, I. Like, my dad brought me with, um, it wasn't, was it State? I mean, I was a kid. I don't remember. I think I was, like, seven years old when mm-hmm. we did this. But I, I don't think it was when they won State. But my dad wanted to, like, bring me along. And the way that he <laughs> got away with it was by being, like, well, she's going to do my books. So my dad supposed <laughs> to do the books. And oh, I'm God. sitting there, like, as just a very tiny child just being like, I'm sorry, was that number 18 or number 8? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I'm like doing the books for just it. That's yeah. amazing. Anyway, so I got to like ride in the bus with all of them and got to feel like I was Aww. super cool because I was hanging out with high school girls and um, so, so basketball, like I've always really liked basketball. I nice. don't watch it as religiously as I used to because mm-hmm. it's just a very massive time commitment. And it's also very stressful. Yes. <laughs> it's yep. very
0: stressful. It's very high um, pace, very stressful. Yeah.
2: Yes. Uh, so I don't really watch it as often as I used to anymore. But uh, it's always been like very important to me. And also like because I was a little girl who like also just like felt like very weird and like a black sheep in my family. This was something my dad and I had in common. Mm -hmm. So I was like, well, I just, I want to play, like, I want to be a basketball player. And then truly watching Space Jam and seeing Muggsy Bogues, I was like, well, I'm going to be the Muggsy Bogues of the WNBA. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Like, that's what's happening. Honestly, I was watching both of these movies for career advice. Like, truly. Like Spice World and Space Jam. It's like, I'm going going to be a
0: a a pop star basketball player.
2: Yes. And then I will go and do a live broadcast concert at the Royal Albert Hall.
1: Yeah, you know Big I. Green. So the last time I was thinking about spice, j- uh, spice jam. I literally <laughs> said spice. That's the name of this fucking episode. Spice, spice jam. Jam. Spice
0: jam. I like it. Oh
1: my god. Or a uh, space world. That doesn't work. Spice jam's better. Spice jam. So I, there's this thing that the internet has done, which it, it's diminished celebrity in a way that I think is good. We are closer to our creators. And our are, are musicians, our are, are athletes, than ever before, thanks to Twitter, thanks to all this nonsense mm-hmm. bullshit. I can be like, hey, Billie Eilish, we have the same name. Uh, you know my friend Allie. She was your dance teacher when you were 14. Remember her? Let's go hang out. That'll never happen. Oh, cute. Um, I mean, right? Um, I didn't know that either. Oh, yeah. Allie knows Billie Eilish in a, some weird, um, like, I used to be I'm her teacher capacity. Cute. Los Angeles is fucking weird, everyone. <laughs> um, uh, but, like, Michael Jordan was one of the last true huge icons. Like, mm-hmm. like so huge. Like LeBron's not even that huge. Like so far removed yeah. from the public, I actually feel bad for him. He's like he got so famous that I was like, "Do you need a hug? <laughs> you can't have a real interaction with a human being of all time." Yeah. And I do think Space Jam is is like this window into the the mid nineties last of the great celebrities the last of like we turn them into gods almost yeah um with michael jordan but also for me personally space jam was an important lesson for how filmmaking works because i don't know if you know but at the beginning of space jam we have young michael jordan practicing basketball like he also by the way when michael jordan was like i didn't get into varsity like that's a a, a thing he says he didn't get into varsity as a freshman all right yeah 14 it's a lie it's to make it whatever but you know he's like bad at basketball you were never bad at basketball um (laughs) so at the beginning of the movie we have baby michael jordan shooting baskets Mm -hmm. and his dad comes out and he's like yeah if you keep practicing you're gonna be good one day and i asked my parents like how long did they have to wait between filming that scene and filming
0: oh. the rest of the movie,
1: because I thought that was actually Baby Michael Jordan. Of course, of and course. that was how I learned that movies are fake.
2: <laughs> Nothing is that real.
0: Makes it, that. I've been watching Bo Burnham. I because Goodness. his new pop culture news. He's releasing another special. I but know. So, I'm so excited. excited! I've watched his other three in the last week since he announced it.
1: Wow, you have a crush on Bo Burnham.
0: That's not a secret. It's a pity that I'm <laughs> going to sleep a crush with on him Bur- first. Who doesn't have a crush on Bo Burnham? Tell me yeah, who, doesn't? who doesn't have a crush on Bo Burnham. He's very
1: tall and blonde.
0: And talented. Yeah, He's a trifecta of perfection.
2: <sighs> yes, a trifecta of perfection. Yes. I
0: love it. Repeat
1: stuff. Repeats I know, He's actually. So I'm, I'm acting like I'm shady about Bo Burnham. And you just,
0: introduced me to Bo Burnham. Yeah,
1: it's just yeah. because um, if I had been straight, I would have had a YouTube channel at 18 as well, but I had to, like, internalize all of my homophobia and not come out of my shell till I was 27 it's years old. It's upsetting
0: that what he... Or, no, Make Happy, the one that I saw live. Yeah. He was 25.
1: Yeah, no. No, he, not
0: even 20. He, he was twenty-five. Make Happy live? I did. In the front row, he talked to Nina and I. We saw it in Texas. So, like... The country song hit different. <laughs> yes, like the audience yes. lost it, and at one point because he has all the lights. Too.
2: What? Oh, sorry, I, talk- I talked over you completely. I said I- I've seen him do that one live too, because he was testing out some stuff at the Wargo.
0: Oh, um, so-
2: he's bad, but I didn't get to so see so
0: good live in the middle. So he was in the middle of a song and um he had all the lights on the stage and one turned and hit nina and i perfectly uh, in the front row and he's like y'all are lit really well and <laughs> kept playing <laughs> we were oh it was one of the great it probably like the greatest live show experience i've ever gone to
1: hey everyone if you're listening when live comedy comes back buy tickets to my shows don't go see bo Burnham. come see, see billy him. mccartney because actually i do Netflix. love i do love bo he's one uh, of the good you know what i've started doing so and this talented. is so stupid I have started, like, in my head, keeping a list of, like, straight comedians who are okay.
0: That you want to put on a show one day?
1: No, just that, the, like, they're just okay. Oh, okay. And their names are Bo Burnham and Mike Birbiglia, and that's it. John Mulaney. John Mulaney's also okay. Yeah. And you know what? And this is controversial. Hold mm-hmm. on. Controversial I think, yet brave. I think Bill Burr might be okay. I know. I know. But the, he's in on the sexism. He's, he's a I, tire I, of himself. I hear, I, I, the, I hear that. Yeah, the only problem with Bill Burr, and I've said this before to myself in the bathroom, in the mirror, <laughs> is is that there are young comedians, straight comedians my age, who try to emulate Bill Burr, but they don't yeah. understand that he's in on the joke. And so they get on stage, and they're just sexist and not funny. Mm. But Bill Burr knows that he's making fun of this old school sexist style of comedy. Yeah. He's yeah. in on it, so he's okay. But then yeah. also Mike Burbigley is a genius, and Bo Burnham's great, and John Mulaney's okay.
0: Yeah. I actually fun. really
1: like John Mulaney.
0: Yeah, John mulaneys he's a goof. And a Eddie of, yeah. Izzard,
1: who's my actual oh, real yeah. comedy icon, came out as trans.
0: Oh, yeah. was about to be like, yes. he's not straight, Billy. <laughs> no,
1: I'm, no, that was the thing. That was, but he's having a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Eddie Izzard's a genius and yeah. his whole, his, and still male pronouns, I think. I might be wrong. I'm so sorry, Eddie. Tell me, message me. Please let's be friends. Um, but Eddie is out as trans and then running for like a political position in the UK, which is that. hilarious. I'm here
2: for it. I have gotten I f- to see him live before. And he me is, too. Uh, fantastic
1: he's so good and and it's it's i like that he came out in his 60s because it makes it be like genders of journey it's an experience it's not you know
0: yeah
1: um it's, yep it's i saw him so live fun. at the <laughs> at the windstar casino <laughs> in
0: oklahoma Kaylee knows yes
1: <laughs> Um, and it was so funny. So real quick, I know we're going to wrap up here. We're, we've been gone off topic like eight times that I don't mind.
0: We could, I could talk to you But Eddie Izzard,
1: <laughs> Eddie Izzard did a show at WinStar that at regular theaters has an intermission, but because WinStar's venue was just like a theater, it, basically mm-hmm. he couldn't have the intermission. So he yeah. told us at the beginning, he was like, Hey, if you have to go to the loo, just go. I will not be upset. And then he did comedy for two and a half hours straight without an intermission. And then it turned out that he flew from London to DFW, London to Dallas, and then got in a car, drove DFW to Windstar, and did that show jet-lagged. What an icon.
2: Wow. And,
1: um, and he made jokes about it. He's like, and I'm so glad to be here on the Texas-Oklahoma border. And we were like, hilarious. Um, I love that. <laughs> um,
2: I do like- want to say... Oh, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I'm so sorry. I no, 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 no. Go, go, go. Over you guys.
1: No, because I if do... this episode is longer than Taylor's episode, that's funny for me. So
2: He's going to be mad. Perfect. Well, then I'm just going to keep going. Um, Bill Murray being in the final like game is addressed simply by Daffy Duck saying, why are you here anyway? And Bill Murray says, I know the producer. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: good i love good shit i i
2: I just needed i just needed to say that that like it is a dress uh briefly but it is a dress
0: one quick line and we all took it we were like good yeah good enough for me um i hope billy
1: my airpod just fell out of my ear your airpod it's
0: our right ear our
1: ears mom dad why are our right ears fucked up our right
0: ears are (laughs) shaped differently than our left ears and we can't keep earbuds in it's a problem um okay billy let's play you want to play a game
1: I would love to play a game. What what game are we playing? We're
0: playing tic-tac-toe. No, we're playing <laughs> What a Pitch. You always explain it. Um, I'm no, not going to explain No, go it. it.
1: Now you've started it. Oh, you have to explain it. Go This for is it. our
0: game that we play every episode called What a Pitch. Billy and I let our guest give us an object and a genre. Am I doing what? Well, I'm doing well. You're so good. Uh, an object and a genre, and then we have 30 seconds to create uh, a pitch, and then our guest gets to pick a winner. So, Kaylee uh i think i think you go first i think
1: right because taylor what was taylor's the b movie the fucking b movie yes uh, you went first last time okay, so i'm gonna I'll, go first i'll
0: step out in the hallway and take my airpod out
1: take her Air- do you guys know Dagny owns airpods
2: yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's get the timer on the clock Kaylee, are you good to go
2: i think so uh my uh, thing might not fully fall in line. Uh, we'll 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 see if it doesn't. Then... After
1: so in in the Digimon episode, Bear just said make the final season of Game of Thrones watchable, and after that, I feel like the rules don't matter anymore.
2: <laughs> okay, great, thank you, Bear. Um, <laughs> perfect. Uh, so then, what mine is is I would like for you to pitch to me a space squirrel. or I'm sorry, space squirrel. See, here's what's happening. I want you to pitch to me a Spice World, Space Jam, mashup.
1: All right. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. Um, We are going to do Spice Jam. Spice Jam is happening. And basically, it's going to be Space Jam 3 and Spice World 2. We have the Spice Girls all come back, but only four of them. Victoria Beckham was like, I'm not a part of this. Because she's awful? I don't actually know anything about Victoria Beckham other than that her husband's got a... Dagny's going to be upset when she hears this. Um, And it's basically just the same premise. It's just the four Spice Girls have to go to outer space and they have to play basketball in order to win a competition. However, plot twist. They learned that the Monstars are also musicians. They flip it, reverse it. They say, we're going to have a a battle of the bands. And then we have a battle of the bands. And that leads to, like Cher doing an, an album of ABBA covers, we get the first new Spice Girls album in years without Victoria Beckham except she comes in to do the studio part of it and so she still gets residuals and that's it that's the movie
2: I love it and I would watch that okay Okay.
1: thank you I'm. I think I think you should watch it Dagny's coming back in
0: I just put my airpod in so I heard the very end but I don't know what it was about
1: wow wow (laughs) Dagny's cheating just so you know if she wins it doesn't count
0: I heard something about a concert and I was like okay let's let's, I mean it's a a good prompt it's a good prompt
2: (laughs) okay let me let me hear okay So what I want is a Space Jam Spice World mashup.
0: Okay, Um, great. So aliens are already cast. We can just bring back the the aliens from Spice World. Um, And for some reason, (laughs) (laughs) they have now turned on the Spice Girls because they broke up and they're angry. So they're coming back Uh, and they're like, if we beat you in a basketball game, you have to get back together and release another album and become... And just like become the Spice Girls again, so they've come back to Earth because they're mad that the Spice Girls broke up. They do a similar plot line and structure to Space Jam, um, and yeah, they they win, uh, and then the Spice Girls get back together. That's
1: time. I'm so mad.
2: <laughs> Why are you? Oh, my God. No, because
1: that's so good. <laughs>
2: I was truly gobsmacked when you said the aliens from Spice World and not the aliens from Space Jam. Brilliant. We're just, we're, it's inspired it's so by good. Space I Jam,
0: but it's that. the aliens from Spice World. That's so funny. <laughs>
1: Well, Kaylee. I mean, I've picked a winner, but I think you need to pick a winner. I
2: mean, I I have to go with Dagny, man. That uh, was good. Really? Yes. <laughs> yes. I thought that was maybe too simple of a plot. because oh, no, that's, that's why it's good. <laughs> I made it too
0: complicated.
2: Yeah. No, I truly I love both of them, but like I just really love the idea of being like the Spice Girls have to get back together, and then we're also like getting a new like album. We got a new album in yours too, Millie. But I. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Yeah.
1: But in mine, Victoria's not in it. (laughs) (laughs) She's just, she won't be. I I remember, I remember in the- Just because um, she
0: didn't want to. She's like- Well, I remember
1: in the closing ceremonies of of London Olympics, it was like a big deal that the Spice Girls reunited and Posh Spice was like, you get one.
0: (laughs) She's like, I'll take (laughs) off this time um okay well i think we're ready to wrap up right yeah i think yeah. so kaylee this was so much fun i think we all we might have beaten thank kevin's
1: <laughs> we, we're, we're not gonna beat um, Kevin's right. star wars episode but we definitely beat taylor's episode and uh well, he only got second place, place for a week
0: yeah we'll trim a little
2: out. you know yeah, i that, you know
0: we really jumped all over the place but kaylee it's been too long since we've talked to you and this was a great excuse Honestly, uh, honestly, I, yeah. thank you so much for being here and thanks for bringing in. Two great, perfect movies for this show. I, perfect.
1: You heard it we, here. Paddington 2, Spice World, <laughs> and Space Jam. And Citizen Kane. And Four perfect films. we
2: are perfect movies. Oh God. Yes, thank you for quality. having me, too. Yes.
0: Do you think
1: Orson Welles would have been me too'd if he'd lived long okay, enough? Okay,
0: we don't have time for this. I'm probably. We, yeah, like yes, yes yeah. probably. But we yeah. don't have time. Oh, boy. Speaking
1: of Alfred Hitchcock, Kaylee, do you have anything you would like to yes. plug before we leave? <laughs>
0: sorry you know, that was a joke about
1: how um how horribly sexist and evil uh, alfred hitchcock was yeah, i love you alfred hitchcock that. you piece of shit okay
2: uh, yes do you have anything you <laughs> want to promote kaylee i wish i did but i don't i just haven't okay. been doing anything this no one is one the has. most exciting thing i've done in like a while
0: you can promote so, this episode like... of poptimist <laughs> 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 everybody listen to, of <laughs> yes, listen to kaylee's episode
2: it. please tell your friends
0: Incredible. Uh, okay. yeah. yeah, I, I might on TikTok. Keep or going. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, start making TikTok. Follow Kaylee
1: Johnson on Instagram. She's a lovely person. She's a great friend. And also, yeah. because we are going to call this episode Spice Jam, we've got Spice Girl, Spice Girls, Space Jam. But also, in Dune, the drug oh that gives god. them the powers is called the Spice Melange. is called the Spice. So it's like three references. Everything's
0: connected. Oh wow. my god. Fear
1: is the mind killer. <laughs>
0: Okay. I'm going to do our outro. Everybody ready? Any last thoughts? I mean,
1: I'm going to, I'm going to do the litany of fear over the back.
0: Oh my God. Okay. Well, this has been Poptimist. My name is Dagny. This is my co-host.
1: Billy, I must not fear. Fear is the mind killer. Fear is the little oh, no. death that brings total obliteration. I will face my fear. I will permit it to pass over and through me. And when it has gone past, I will turn the inner eye to see its path. You're supposed to be talking over this.
0: I can't. It's too distracting. <laughs> I let you have your <laughs>
1: nothing. Only I will remain.
0: So this will get like I said has been Poptimist, or just a podcast where Billy likes to talk about Dune every week. Um <laughs> There's also, there is actually a Dune podcast that is, hold
1: on, there's a Dune podcast happening right now, and back in the Kevin episode, I said, Timothy, Shamalong, and Ding Dong, and and Dagny laughed at that joke, and I stole that joke from the other Dune podcast that is on Spotify with, uh, not important, don't listen. Okay, okay, great.
0: If you would like to email us, our email is popsmisspod at gmail.com. We have some exciting things coming up that I don't know if we're allowed to talk about yet, but um, follow our Instagram.
1: Yeah, because uh, this episode comes out, what, May the 3rd? Thir- what is Oh, it? May 5th. May 5th. So, yeah, so we will be able to talk about it next episode, I yes. think. Yeah. But pay attention to our Instagram. Dagny and I have partnered with a company that's going to basically do live shows, and we will be doing a Poptimist Live before too long. Yes. Excuse me. And you will be able to tune in.
0: And it's interactive.
1: Chat with us as we're recording a live episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, check that out. Um, we'll talk about it next week in more detail. But
0: that's that. That's that. So yeah, keep an eye on our Instagram for updates. And I think that's all. Everybody say goodbye.
1: Bye. That's it. Bye-bye.
0: Did I forget something? I don't think so. Goodbye. <laughs> okay. Bye. <laughs>